Hi you guys, welcome to the Organicopia Kitchen. I am Chef Molly Holbrook and I am here to inspire you to buy local, eat seasonal, and make great food with the people that we love. Hi you guys, welcome to the Organicopia Kitchen. I am Chef Molly Holbrook and I am here to inspire you to buy local, eat seasonal, and make great food with the people that we love. I have been working as a private chef for over 10 years and I'm also a CSA member. CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. I believe in knowing the people that grow my food and in turn I want to educate you on caring about where your food comes from. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am going to be showing you guys how to make a gorgeous grass-fed ribeye with a very special marinade that is so easy it's sure to knock your socks off. I'm going to finish it with a blue cheese compound butter, some roasted asparagus and tomatoes, and it's going to be sitting on a garlic rubbed crostini. Okay you guys, so here is my grass-fed ribeye. This is from Morris Family Grass-Fed Beef down in Watsonville. It is so beautiful. You can see the marbling on the ribeye itself. When I show you this marinade, I swear to you, you are gonna absolutely love it. And unfortunately, I don't think any of my clients actually know how simple it is to make, but you're gonna love it. Okay, so we are gonna start with my little Vitamix. And I'm using some Frank's Red Hot Sauce. I consider myself a hot sauce connoisseur. You can use any kind of hot sauce you like. I just like the Frank's because it's tangy and it's not super spicy. So we're gonna add, I would say, like half a jar of Frank's Hot Sauce. This is about a handful, a very large handful of garlic and about a quarter bottle, maybe a half a bottle of Worcestershire sauce. Literally, this is it. I mean, it's so easy. Okay, so I'm gonna puree this up. Voila! So we have our ribeye here. I'm gonna sprinkle it with some salt and pepper. You don't need too much salt because the marinade already has a lot of it. We're gonna put the ribeye in the bowl. Cover it with the marinade. Now I prefer to let this marinade sit. I really like it overnight, but you know the shortest amount of time you would probably want to use this is about two hours. Um, any shorter than that, the meat is really not going to get penetrated by all of that vinegar. And what this is going to do is tenderize your meat. So you guys, we're going to let this sit for anywhere from two hours to overnight. For our sake and TV purposes, we're going to let it sit for about two hours. And in the meantime, we're going to prepare some roasted asparagus and roasted tomatoes. So you guys have heard of these one-pot wonders. I'm going to show you how to make a one-pot wonder, and it's literally on a sheet tray. So often people think that cooking is really challenging and in reality it's just a bunch of smoking mirrors. So we are going to start 
with some asparagus. And I have this beautiful asparagus that I got from my farm box at Farm Fresh To You. I'm sure you guys have farm shares all over the country. This one's out in California. And we're gonna put our asparagus on the sheet tray. And I also got some tomatoes, fresh off the vine. We're gonna throw those on the sheet tray as well. It's so simple, you literally just cut these in half, sprinkle them with a little salt and pepper. I love cracked fresh pepper, so definitely don't be shy with that. Okay, so we are also gonna put on a little bit of Worcestershire sauce. I mean, if you guys don't like Worcestershire, you can always use balsamic or red wine vinegar, whatever you like. So we are gonna add some roasted, I'm sorry, this isn't roasted, I don't know why I said that. This is chopped garlic, okay? And you can add as much or as little as you want. I happen to love garlic. And then finally, I have some dried oregano, but you know, you guys, I think that the importance of cooking and following a recipe is that a recipe is simply a guideline. It's not something that needs to be set in stone. You don't need to follow it to the T. I'm using oregano, but if you don't have oregano, you can always use basil, you can always use marjoram, whatever it is that you like or whatever it is that you have on hand. So, I'm gonna get rid of this asparagus here. And we are gonna start slicing a beautiful sourdough baguette. I am just gonna cut this nice and thin. This is gonna be our toasted bread point that goes underneath the steak. We're gonna drizzle it in olive oil, sprinkle it with a little salt and pepper. And at the very end, after it's cooked, we are going to rub a garlic clove on top and all of the garlic is gonna melt down into the toast. It is so delicious. So we have our olive oil here. Give it a nice little shimmy shake all over the asparagus, tomatoes, and bread. We wanna kinda lay these out evenly so that they have an even cooking time. I'm gonna flip the bread over, drizzle it on the other side. Don't forget to season it with salt and pepper. We wanna season every single layer of the food. We're gonna put all of this into a 425 degree oven for 10 to 12 minutes. And meanwhile, we're gonna make our blue cheese compound butter. All right, you guys, so this is so simple to make. This is my blue cheese compound butter. I am using some Point Reyes blue cheese from sunny California. And I have roasted off some garlic. I put this in the oven at about 425 degrees. It's like my favorite temperature. Oh, for about um, 35 to 40 minutes. And I wrapped it in a little bit of tin foil so it kind of steamed. We are gonna take the blue cheese. We're gonna take a softened stick of unsalted butter and some of the garlic. We're gonna add a little pinch of oregano. If you're using fresh, always remember to use a little bit extra. And we're gonna season it with, of course, salt and pepper. This is so simple, you literally just mash it with a fork. 
And this is gonna go on top of our steak. Once the steak's cooked in that beautiful marinade, it's nice and spicy, and this is gonna be rich and robust with the roasted garlic. And that is literally it. We are gonna set this and forget it, and we're gonna move on to our shrimp dish with an orange butter reduction sauce, thing that I like to call liquid gold. All right, you wonderful peeps. If I could seriously like sing to the heavens about this dish, I absolutely would because it is that good. We are gonna make a chili rub shrimp with an orange butter reduction sauce. I like to call this sauce liquid gold and if you feel like you need to make this sauce, feel free to drink it because literally I do when I'm done. So we are going to start with an orange. And this is one of my favorite tools in the kitchen. This is called a microplane or a zester. And um, we're literally just gonna take the top of this orange off. This is where all of the essential oils are and it has a wonderful aroma and flavor. We're gonna use the zest of one orange. Gosh, I love that. Is so beautiful. Okay, the zest of one orange, we are also going to slice this orange in half. Through the magic of television, I already have about a quarter cup of orange juice here, but I am going to also squeeze this orange into our saucepan. Let me just dry my hands off here. And then we're gonna add the remainder of our orange juice. We are going to add our orange zest. And remember when I talk about smoking mirrors, like this is so simple to do and people have this really scary notion about reduction sauces, but what a reduction sauce literally is, is a liquid that gets reduced and it becomes really syrupy. So we have the orange juice, the orange zest, we're gonna add a couple bay leaves. I like to add some sugar, this is just an organic, unrefined sugar. And then I'm gonna add one jalapeno, as I like to call a jalapeno. And uh, we're gonna let this cook down. This is gonna take probably, I don't know, maybe like two or three minutes. The sugar in here is going to caramelize inside the liquid. It's gonna get nice and syrupy. So in the meantime, we're gonna start working on our shrimp. We have this shrimp. And I have already peeled and deveined these. Um, but what I would like to show you is that when you are cleaning shrimp, you literally take a paring knife or a um, bird's beak knife and you're gonna cut down the back of the shrimp. You're gonna pull out that dirty little part and you're gonna give these a really nice wash because anytime that you use chicken or seafood, it collects tons of bacteria and you definitely don't want any of your friends and family eating that. So we have already washed this and we've dried it. And together, we are going to make a little spice rub. So we're starting with a little bit of chili powder. Sprinkle it right on top. We have some garlic powder. You can use onion powder if you want. A little bit of cumin. 
These are all the really nice Mexican flavors. And then remember that oregano that we used in the compound butter and also in the marinade, we are gonna finish that flavor profile on the shrimp. And we're gonna add a little bit of pepper, some salt. We have that. And we already have, I'm gonna just switch this over to let that continue cooking. So we have a nice saute pan. It's been heating up for a couple minutes on low. We're gonna add some olive oil. And we are gonna take this shrimp. We're gonna do it uh, seasoned side down. And these literally only take a couple minutes to cook. You know that they're done as soon as they start turning pink and the tails start curling. As these are finishing cooking, we are going to add, this is about a quarter cup of raw um, cream. And raw cream, believe it or not, has more vitamin C than an orange. Super good for you. Again, I get this through my CSA. So we've added a little bit of heavy cream, and to finish it, we are going to add some chilled butter. You want this butter to be chilled because basically it is going to make an emulsification, which is gonna thicken your sauce and make it super rich. So we have that. I've turned off the heat. I'm just whisking the butter in. And it is literally as simple as that. This butter is gonna finish continuing cooking down. I'm gonna season this sauce with just a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper because we're looking for a really nice balance between sweet and savory. Now we're ready to flip our shrimp. Oh my gosh, you guys. Do you see this really nice caramelization on the shrimp? That's exactly what we're looking for. So you guys, I think that shrimp is about done, and now we are gonna pull the steak out. We're gonna give it some nice grill marks and finish it off in the oven, and we'll be ready to start our peach dessert. We are gonna finish up our meal by searing off this ribeye that we've now been marinating for about two hours. I'm gonna take this ribeye, and my grill pan has already been heating up. I'm gonna drizzle it with a little bit of olive oil and I'm gonna teach you guys how to make some really nice grill marks. So we're gonna take our meat and we're gonna set it down, pretend that it's a clock. We're gonna set it down at like 11 and 4 p.m. We're gonna let this sit for about a minute to two minutes and then we're gonna rotate it. But in the meantime, I do not want this marinade to go to waste. So remember, this is some Worcestershire sauce, garlic, and some beautiful hot sauce. 
I'm gonna take a nice little saucepan and I'm gonna pour it into my saucepan and bring it up to a boil. You do this because you really want to impart the flavor into your entire dish and it would be an absolute shame to have this go to waste. So we're gonna bring this up to a boil. We're gonna sear off our meat. So let's just check and see if this is done. When you're using, when you're cooking a steak on a grill, you really don't wanna move it around too much. Um, we wanna make sure that it gets a super nice sear. This has been cooking for about a minute and a half. And I'm going to rotate it. It's now cooking at about two o'clock and seven o'clock. We're gonna let this cook for a couple minutes more. I just wanna share with you the importance of making a home-cooked meal with your family. I really believe that so often we get caught up in the rat race of life that we forget to slow down and savor the moment. Making a really nice dinner for your family is a great time to reunite at the end of the day and to have everybody catch up on what's going on in the world around them. All right, you guys, let's give this a little flip. Oh my gosh, look at those beautiful grill marks. So the benefit of using an indoor grill pan as opposed to an outdoor barbecue is that you can use this all year round as opposed to only being able to use a barbecue during the summer. I'm gonna give this one last flip. And we are gonna start plating our masterpiece. wonderful peeps. So we have our beautiful grass-fed ribeye with a Point Reyes blue cheese compound butter. We have our chili rub shrimp with an orange butter reduction sauce. And last but not least, I would like to show you how to make a very simple seasonal and summery dessert. This is a grilled or roasted peach with a little bit of creme fraiche and molasses. We're going to take some molasses, drizzle it onto our plate. You can make a really pretty design. We are going to take our grilled peaches and we are gonna finish it up with some nice creme fraiche. Creme fraiche is a really rich French style sour cream. And we're gonna garnish it with a little mint. Voila, you guys. So here we have our grilled peach with molasses and creme fraiche. It's simple, it's beautiful, it's summery. And remember, I'm Molly Holbrook with Organicopia. Thank you for being a part of the Organicopia family. Remember to buy local, eat seasonal, and make great food with the people that you love. Thank you.